Well, if you're not playing fantasy football in a week 17, take a look at DFS and take a look at some player props. We'll help you out right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. On January 2nd, Adam Azer and Jacob Gibbs. Jacob is of Sportsline.com. Check out all the great content on Sportsline. And follow and stream this show on Spotify. All right, Jacob, here we go. Now we're going to talk a lot about the Lions and the Vikings game. But first, boy, Jerry Judy's had an interesting rookie season. He had a lot of opportunity last week. His total is 39 and a half receiving yards. Tell me why you think he could smash that. Yeah, he definitely could smash that. You never want to, you know, put too much, uh, too much faith, too much money in Drew Locke and a rookie receiver. But the opportunity has been massive for Judy. He saw 15 targets and 180 air yards in week 16, um, which might have flown under the radar because he finished with only a six for 61 line. But if not for a few drops and like some just misses on an end zone target, in a couple deep passes, that line easily could have been like 150 plus yards in a touchdown. Um, there have only been two other receivers all season that have seen 15 plus targets and 175 plus air yards in a game this season. Tyler Lockett did it in that crazy 200 yard, three touchdown game. And then Tyreek Hill did it when he was uh, on his November stretch there when you're just going nuts. So it's really unprecedented volume that we're seeing here. Like no other receivers are seeing this. And it could result in a rushing game for Judy in week 17 against the Raiders. Yeah, so do, you tr- Lock- do you trust Drew Locke, though? That's the question. Yeah, right. Drew Locke has two clear weaknesses. He's, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL when blitzed, and he's the worst quarterback in the NFL when facing man coverage. And fortunately, the Raiders blitz at the fourth lowest rate in the NFL, and they only use man coverage 29% of the time. Um, we, did, we did see Locke throw four interceptions against the Raiders earlier this season. So betting on him and Judy, that's definitely a risky proposition, no matter what the matchup. But on paper, at least, uh, this is a defense that they should be able to find success against. And if we see anywhere near uh, the type of dominant target and air yard share that we saw last week from Judy in this spot, he has the upside to finish as like one of the top scoring fantasy receivers uh, in the entire week. Uh, and definitely should be able to talk 39 yards. Well, that should give us a lot to think about if that happens going into the off season. Now we've had, got a really good stretch from Kirk cousins and we, uh, we love picking on that lion's defense, but this just especially looks like a great spot for cousins and his two leading receivers. Yeah, we've discussed it several times this season. The Lions use man coverage at one of the highest rates in the NFL, and they just don't have the personnel to leave their cornerbacks isolated in man-to-man coverage against receivers like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. There's a reason that they rank dead last in DVOA against the pass. Another frequent talking point for us has been Kirk Cousins' insane splits against man and zone coverage. He's been by far the NFL's best passer against man coverage in each of the past two seasons, and we saw him throw for 220 yards and three touchdowns on just 20 attempts against Detroit earlier this season. So the matchup is perfect for the passing game. And unlike their week nine game against Detroit, there's no Dalvin Cook to combine for over 250 yards this time around. And even more importantly, there's no Dalvin Cook to completely dominate the red zone usage in a game that Minnesota has implied for over 30 points. Uh, Dalvin leads the NFL in carries and touchdowns from the red zone and from inside the five-yard line. And Minnesota's 72% red zone run rate in neutral situations is the highest in the NFL. It's, it's not really that close between them in second place. So that could mean that maybe Alexander Madison is just about to put up some absolutely bonkers numbers here if he just usurps all of that role from Dalvin. But that's not necessarily what we've seen in the past. We could see Minnesota shift to more of a pass-heavy approach or at least more of a neutral approach when in the red zone. And so that just like raises the ceiling even higher for Cousins, Jefferson, and Thielen in this spot. If Matthew Stafford ends up playing this game, which it seems he's training that direction, the potential for a shootout raises it even higher. So I'm, I'm very excited about the Minnesota pieces here. Yeah, unfortunately, we think the player props are, are pretty high. Not to say they're too high, but Cousins is 257.5 passing yards. Jefferson is 71.5 yards. 
Thielen is 68 and a half yards. Is there anyone, and, and Cousins is two and a half touchdowns, by the way. Is there any one yeah. of those three that you think is good value? Um, I like Jefferson's better. He's been like by far the best receiver in the NFL against man coverage this year. Uh, so if I were doing a prop, it would be Jefferson. But really, this is more of a DFS play, I think. Okay, yeah, and, and there, the two of those three are in my DFS lineup, along with Alexander Madison and Tyler Conklin. All right, finally, <laughs> we got the other side of the ball here. DeAndre Swift, is he going to uh, finish with a bang? Yeah, I think he definitely could cap off his rookie season in style against a Vikings run defense that has given up seven rushing touchdowns just last week. Uh, they really haven't been able to stop anybody all season on the ground. They're dead last in adjusted yards before contact per rush, and they're also uh, dead last in adjusted defensive line yards. Uh, and Swift has been historically good at creating yards before contact as a rookie. Uh, in the four years that I have the data available, Swift's 2.26 yards before contact per attempt is the eighth best single season mark at the running back position. And four of the players are ahead of him uh, all came from the San Francisco 49ers scheme, which is just designed to turn out yards before contact. So if you remove the results, Swift would actually rank fourth. Um, he's more than doubled the yards before contact averages of both his backfield mates in Detroit, which is really further points towards how unique his vision and ability to find running lanes is. Um, against the Vikings defense, that has allowed the most yards before contact in the NFL and has given up over 400 yards and nine rushing touchdowns of the past two weeks alone. Uh, Swift should have no problem finding running lanes in week 17. Unfortunately, we don't have player props for him right now because I think they're just waiting on Matthew Stafford's status, but he creates yards before contact. The Vikings are terrible up front. This is a great spot for DeAndre Swift. He could definitely be in your DFS lineups, and he catches like four balls a game, so that's also a nice bonus. All right, that's Jacob Gibbs. I'm Adam Azer. Happy New Year, Jacob. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, man. And Happy New Year to everybody out there listening as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Sunday morning on Fantasy Football Today in 5.